The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Early in the morning, he came again to the temple. All the people came to him, and he sat down and began to teach them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery, and making her stand before the people, they said to Jesus, Teacher, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. In the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. Now what do you say? They said this to test Jesus, so that they might have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. When the scribes and the Pharisees kept on questioning him, Jesus straightened up and said to them, Let anyone who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And once again, Jesus bent down and wrote on the ground. When the scribes and Pharisees heard what Jesus had said, they went away one by one, beginning with the elders, and Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus straightened up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, sir. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go your way, and from now on, do not sin again. The Gospel of the Lord. Christ's radical call to forgiveness is probably one of the most difficult teachings for Christians, both, I think, because people usually under, misunderstand what forgiveness actually means, and because if, when we do properly understand it, it's just really difficult. Many people think that forgiveness means forgetting a sin or pretending as though there was no sin to begin with. They say, well, forgive this adulterous woman. Well, it doesn't really matter. Uh, people can do what they want. I'm okay. You're okay. We're all okay. But we're not all okay. <laughs> people really do wound each other. And sometimes they wound each other seriously. And we can't just pretend that we haven't been wounded or that we don't wound other people. We can't forget those things either. The reality of what forgiveness looks like is portrayed uh, very powerfully in the movie The Passion of the Christ. So if you haven't seen the movie The Passion of the Christ, I really recommend before Easter. Um, probably get it on YouTube videos or Google videos or the library or whatever. I really recommend watching it. So the way that Mel Gibson depicts the story of the adulterous woman, this passage from the Gospel of John, uh, shows what forgiveness really looks like. In the movie, Gibson identifies the adulterous woman from this passage with Mary Magdalene. And Mary stays with, Mary Magdalene stays with Mary, the mother of Jesus, uh, throughout the Passion. The only reason we know that Mary Magdalene is also the woman who is caught in adultery is because a particular scene after Jesus uh, is scourged, after he's whipped, uh, the court he's taken away back into uh, a cell to be uh, given the crown of thorns and all of that. Um, the courtyard where he was scourged is covered with blood. All the stones are covered with blood. After the soldiers have gone, Jesus is gone. Jesus' mother comes out with these white cloths, these white towels, and she starts soaking up her son's blood. Every drop she wants to soak up all of his blood from these stones. 
And then Mary Magdalene comes and kneels down beside Mary, the mother of Jesus, and she takes off her veil and she starts wiping up the blood of Jesus with her veil. And as she's doing this, she has a flashback to scene where she's carried by the Pharisees and thrown before the feet of Jesus. And we don't hear Jesus say anything, but we know what he's saying. He who is without sin cast the first stone. We see all the stones dropping and the Pharisees walking away and Mary Magdalene reaching out to the foot of Jesus. And then it comes back to the courtyard. And we know she knows that the cost of her forgiveness is this blood she's wiping up. We know that the cost of her forgiveness is this path to the crucifix. And what we're supposed to realize in that is that all of this is also the cost of our forgiveness. That Jesus has taken all of our sins on himself. He has suffered the scourging, the crown of thorns, the carrying of the cross, the nails in his hands, all of this he has suffered to forgive our sins. Forgiveness isn't just forgetting that someone has wounded us. Forgiveness isn't ignoring or pretending that we haven't been wounded. Forgiveness is when we willingly take upon the sins of others. We accept that they have wounded us. And in accepting that, then we tell them that we love them and that we want what's best for them. That doesn't mean being a doormat. It doesn't mean letting people walk all over us because just letting people walk all over us isn't showing them that we love them. But it does mean accepting the wounds and then choosing to forgive, choosing to will what's best for that other person. So as we come to the end of approach the end of our Lenten journey, just ask you, is there someone in your life who you need to forgive? Someone who needs forgiveness? Is there someone in my life whom I have given up on, but whom God hasn't given up on? Is there someone in my life whom I have condemned as the Pharisees condemned this adulterous woman? Is there someone I have destroyed by gossip or criticism. That's one way that we know we haven't forgiven. If we're still talking about what other people have done to us, if we're still complaining about it, we haven't forgiven them. Is there someone who, in my heart, I want to destroy? Before Lent is over, take advantage of the sacrament of confession. Repent of the wounds that you have inflicted on Jesus. I was at confession last Monday. I'll go to confession again before the end of Lent. We have to acknowledge how we have wounded Jesus, how we have wounded others, and ask for his forgiveness. And when we accept his forgiveness, then he will give us the strength and the grace to forgive those who have wounded us. Praise be Jesus Christ.